Welcome to More For Me by Kat Nicole, yours truly. What up, homie? What's going on? What's good with you this week? How was your week last week? Uh, I hope that everything has been going well. And for those things that have not, I pray that they begin to move in that direction and you receive whatever it is you need to learn and or be doing in this season and do just that. To our first time listeners or viewers, welcome. It is a privilege and an honor to have you here with me in the studio today. And um, I'd say there's no better place to be than right here with the homies on the homie ship. And if this is not your first time joining, welcome back. In either case, I hope that you have taken the moment, the time, taken the time to subscribe. I want you to subscribe and turn on your notifications so that uh, more for me can be in your eyes and your ears every week without fail. Join me here in the studio as I bring content for your eyes and ears. Now, what exactly am I bringing? Fair question, fair question. Let me share. Uh, more for me is all about uh, my journey, past, present, and even where I'm headed, where I'm actively working through to get to the destination of more that God has for me. And I not only believe that God has more for me in this life, but God has more for you in this life as well. And our journey, it's a process. There's hills, there's mountains, there's valleys, there's speed bumps. There's even a straight $20 on the road every now and again. So um, <laughs> it gets kind of fun, it gets exciting, but it, it's also challenging. But that's why you have your homies here, me included, to uh, to join you on that process as we, as we get exposed to the different types of things that God is doing in and through me and those guests that I bring on the on the, the show. So it is, again, a privilege and an honor to have you here with me in the studio. And this week shall be no different. We are going to dive in and enjoy our time together. Um, so so this week, what exactly are we talking about? Um, have you ever uh, had trouble with my? Can you see it? Probably not. It's not in the screen, but it annoys me. I, I know I, you guys know I like to keep it illuminated, but have you ever um, either done this to a toddler, watched this being done to a toddler? Maybe it happened to you at some point in your life and you remember it was a traumatic experience. But you ever tell a toddler like, hey, go run that way. And then you grab their shirt, like a little tail of their shirt and they're running, they're running. They were giving it all they have. and They aren't going anywhere. Now, for that young toddler, that two-year-old, that 18-month-old, like, that's pretty frustrating because I'm giving it all I have, and I'm not going anywhere. But for the person holding the, the, the tail of that shirt or the onlookers, it is hilarious. Now, if you're that toddler, you're super frustrated. It's not cool. It's not funny. But it can be funny to those, uh, those who are looking on. Now, I say all that to say, where, where is this going? Toddlers, little shirts. I'm saying that to say, because can you imagine like present day in your life, you're trying to do something. And just like that toddler, you are giving it all you get. I mean, like you're running full steam ahead. Maybe like you juking, like you're on a basketball court. You like trying to break somebody's ankles. You're making moves. You're like, I got this. I'm going full steam ahead. But then it kind of, despite how much effort you're putting in, how much focus you have, how much rest you got the night before, it seems like you are literally going nowhere. Is someone figuratively holding your shirt tail? And while you are giving it all you got, it seems like you are running in the same spot, like you can't make any progress. I have been there. It happens to the best of us. Let me tell you, you are in good company. 
Well, today we're going to talk about forgiveness because I believe that the lack of forgiveness in our lives has the same impact as uh, holding on to a Tyler shirt and telling them to run and go in a direction that you're giving it all you have, but you're not going anywhere. And in this case, the frustration isn't because there's somebody behind you holding your shirt. But when you talk about lack of forgiveness, the frustration is with yourself. Nobody's holding you back, but you. And that kind of makes it even worse. You know, you ever like stub your toe? Like you're walking, you're walking, and you hit your toe. Pinky toe, big toe, doesn't matter which toe, but it's excruciating pain. But you walked into something, no one tripped you, and you can't be mad at anybody but yourself. That's what it's like. But why would I be mad at myself about forgiveness? Well, let's dive right into it. So forgiveness, there are different levels of forgiveness. I think you have forgiving others, which seems to be the most obvious. But then you also have the other side of that coin is forgiving yourself. That's where we're going to spend a nice little amount of time because uh, it's very important and sometimes overlooked. But let's start with the basic side of it, and that's forgiving others. So we have a lot of things in the word and scripture that talks about forgiveness. Um, we can go uh, biblically and look into the significance or the importance of forgiveness. But at the same time, you can go secular and in, into the world and see studies and upon studies upon studies that have been done where research literally shows uh, the impact of unforgiveness and forgiveness in someone's life, whether it brings about hope or despair based upon the actions that they take in forgiving or not forgiving someone. Um, so, so, so it's all there, but for our purposes today, we're going to, uh, dabble around some scripture here and see what it says, uh, in scripture. I'm going to start in like Matthew 6 and 12, and that's a part of the model prayer. We refer to it as the Lord's prayer, but in verse 12, it says, this is us talking to God. Jesus is telling us how we should pray. He literally teaches the disciples, hey, this is how you should pray. And in that prayer, he says, talking to God, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So in the model prayer to God that Jesus is teaching the disciples, therefore teaching us in his word, is that, hey, God, can you forgive me like I forgive other people? I always think this is a major, major one to, uh, to, to, to think about, to let it simmer and meditate on, because it's literally saying, forgive me like I forgive other people. So if I don't forgive others, I am telling God, don't worry about forgiving me of what I do wrong. Hmm. That'll make you think, that'll change your perspective. Uh, simple, not easy, but powerful. It's not easy. To, it's not always easy to forgive because sometimes it's not just that um, something simple like my kids. Uh, French won't <laughs> my daughter saying French won't uh, share his gum with me. It can be easy to forgive about that. But French did something that caused both of them to like be in time out for the weekend or not be able to use their electronics on the weekend, which is the only time they get to use them. For a three-year-old, that might be a little bit harder or more difficult to get over. But there are some things that might be easier to forgive than other things. So it's not to downplay what we have to forgive, but it's to emphasize the importance of forgiving. Let's look at this. Uh, Matthew 18, verses 21 through 22. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Valid question. As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, 
I do not say to you seven times, but seven, 77 times. That's the ESV. Other translations like uh, King James will say 70 times seven. But the moral of the story that I take away from here is that Jesus is saying like seven. I can keep counting seven real quick. Like uh, time's up. This time I don't forgive you. But 70 times seven, like at some point I lose track. I can't keep up with it. But that just means that I should be continually. It's ongoing. Whenever you transgress or sin against me, do something wrong, um, I should forgive you. That is the goal to get to the point of, of forgiveness. Um, so those are great, uh, I would say, launching pads and understanding that we are supposed to forgive other people because we want God to forgive us. And because that is um, what we are taught. We are it is modeled to us as God forgives us of our sins. Literally, you had Jesus come through, live a perfect life, 33 years uh, on this earth. He had three years of full time ministry and he went ahead and sacrificed his life. It wasn't taken from him, but he sacrificed his life so that we could be forgiven of our sins. And he was the only one who lived the perfect sinless life that came down on this earth, uh, God in flesh, that we could literally be restored to God and have the opportunity for our sins to be forgiven. It's not automatic. We do have something to do on our side in terms of literally asking for that forgiveness. But that's how we can be forgiven of our sins. Like, hey, God, forgive me of what I've done wrong. My shortcomings, the things that were clearly against your word or the things that you specifically told me not to do that I did or to do and I didn't. Forgive me. So God is forgiving us. And then he asks of us to forgive other people. Now, Let's talk about uh, that a little bit more, right? So forgiveness, that you have to be, um, there's a certain level of awareness of yourself to know that you need to ask for forgiveness. And I will say that that's the most basic thing, but to ask for forgiveness and truly not just because, um, well, go back to my kids. They're always the best <laughs> examples and analogies when we're kicking it. But go back to my kids. Like it's, a, it's not a time where you say, hey, apologize to your brother, your sister for doing such and such. It's not the same type of apology <laughs> where you're asking for forgiveness because my parents will stop talking to me or I will be allowed to continue to play if I say, hey, please forgive me for tripping you or for yelling at you. No, 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 no. We're not just asking because we want to um, influence the outcome, but we're asking for forgiveness because we want to be in right standing with God. That relationship and connection to him is important to us. And sin literally separates us from God. And that's why forgiveness and asking for forgiveness is so important. So there's self-awareness in terms of, hey, what have I done? What have I said? What have I thought? There's self-awareness, but then there's also being connected in tune with God to know what is right or what is wrong and displeasing to him and would classify or um, yeah be classified as a sin. So being aware so that you know when you have wrong so you can go and ask for that forgiveness. Now within this I want to dive deeper into forgiving yourself. How many things I know personally for me this is definitely true. There are things that I have asked God for forgiveness of, of and from. But I actually have not released myself. I have not forgiven myself. So God, hey, it's been thrown into the sea of forgiveness. Like it's gone. He's wiped it away. He's forgiven. And then I bring it to my memory. <laughs> I dwell on it. I focus on that thing. And I did this wrong. I did this wrong. This wasn't right. And in some ways, sometimes we can actually end up trying to punish ourselves like an ongoing punishment for something that we did that we have been forgiven and maybe we've even talked to somebody um 
on this earth that we've offended and they've forgiven us, but then we are still holding ourselves in a position, uh, uh, kind of, uh, disparaging ourselves that we literally don't forgive ourselves and allow for ourselves to move on and to grow and to heal and continue to, to progress forward. So it's really important, um, not only to ask for forgiveness, but also to receive that forgiveness for yourself. And, and, and sometimes that's a process that you work through with God in, in your one-on-one time. Sometimes you have to bring in a, a, a friend and accountability partner to have that conversation. And other times you need to escalate that, <clears throat> excuse me, even further to speak with someone in leadership at your church, whether it be your pastor, um, or maybe there's a conversation that you need to have with a psychologist and really begin to unpack and understand why won't I let why won't I forgive myself? Why won't I let this go? But forgiving of yourself is very important. And the reason why I say forgiving of yourself is important, right? Because I want God to forgive me as I forgive others. Um, but so forgiveness is important. But when you learn, you can't give something that you have never that you don't know how to receive. And so if I can't receive forgiveness, even extended to myself, what's the likelihood that I am effectively forgiving? other people. It's possible. But but can I consistently forgive other people when I don't consistently or in any way shape or form extend that forgiveness to myself? Um I found it with grace for me, right? I am very hard on myself. And so the more I acknowledge God's grace that's given to me and I receive his grace, then the more I give myself grace, then the better I become at being more gracious with other people. I can extend grace to people because I have truly received grace. And so now I can give it. And I believe that the same applies with, uh, with our lives for forgiveness, that you not only want to give out something freely, but you also have to learn to receive. So the more that you receive forgiveness, even extending it to yourself, then you are able to better uh, practice that muscle, exercise uh, the joy of forgiving other people and releasing them and yourself from that thing. And so that is uh, the, 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 the big thing, the big to do around, if you will, why it's important to uh, make sure that you also forgive yourself. Let's jump to Isaiah chapter one, verses 16 through 18. This is ESV as well, the ESV version, English standard version. Um, but it says, wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Bring justice to the fatherless. Plead the widow's cause. Come now. Let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. And so uh, I share this particular scripture with us because this is allowing for us to connect that, hey, when you're forgiven, this is why you can let it go. This is why you can move on from a thing and, and, and not dwell on it and continue to beat yourself or others up about a certain thing is because your skin, your sins, not skins, your sins, they're like scarlet. But once you're forgiven, they're as white as snow. Red like crimson, but then it becomes like wool. And so it's that thing is gone. You, you let it go. It's no longer there. Um, and it's nothing to be remembered. And it makes me think about like, uh, I recently realized that, hey, you know what? There's some uh, 
forgiveness opportunities, right? Everything that we face in life, good or bad, is an opportunity for us to become a better version of ourselves. But there literally are some uh, opportunities that I've been presented with uh, recently. I'd say probably in the past six months for sure um, that there spans some unique opportunities where I need to extend forgiveness to some to someone or multiple people. And at first I didn't think it was anything. It was keeping, and I was just kind of rolling on like, you know, it is what it is. I'm all good. But I realized that when I either saw, heard about or talked about the thing involving that person or those persons, the way my response was an, my response was unhealthy and it was negative. And that negative response, even though it was mild, it still was negative. Uh, and and it, it, it helped me realize, hey, I, I have more work to do, more healing to do, and that I haven't truly forgiven the person. And so I'm literally actively in the process of coming to terms with, you know, hey, um, God, I actually need your help. Right. This one wasn't so it wasn't so simple, so easy. But I need your help because this simple thing really isn't so simple. It's not easy, but I know that it's going to be powerful. And before that thing has a hold of me and unforgiveness, you know, that it can, it can rot you and begin to manifest in negative ways in your life. So before all that stuff happens, I want to slow things down right now, ask God for help, and then actively pursue trying to truly forgive and let go um, so that I can be released from that and I can move forward um, in the will of God like he, like he desires for my life. One of the things that was really important to me that I had to remind myself of, and I want to remind you of, um, that forgiveness does not necessarily equal reconciliation. Sometimes people think that if I forgive you, that means that our relationship is completely restored to what it was um, or what it could have been. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, you can forgive someone, but still keep, um, you, can, you can alter the relationship that you have with them or you no longer need to continue to be in a relationship with that person. So it doesn't mean that things go back to what they were or to what you thought they could be, but it literally just mean, means that you you forgive them and release them of any responsibility and you forgive yourself and release yourself of any responsibility and continue to move forward as God as God would um, would have intended for you. Um, so as we as we look at forgiveness, we talk we've talked about why it's important and that we need to extend on two levels. Uh, we need to uh, think about um, forgiving Forgiving ourselves and forgiving others. And when we think about forgiving ourselves is asking for forgiveness, but then also um, asking for forgiveness from God, but then also um, releasing ourselves and forgiving ourselves of things that we've done wrong where we didn't meet our expectations or we fell short of what we thought and what we wanted for ourselves. But that side of forgiveness, but then also uh, forgiving other people. And like I said, this is something that I am actively walking through right now. And it's a it's a daily thing and something that I want to keep us to keep at the forefront of our minds because what I don't want is for us to be that little toddler running full steam ahead like, oh, I'm tithing. I'm spending my devotional time with God and, you know, I'm being kind to people. And I'm like, you're, you're thinking about all the things that you're doing right and you're honoring and pleasing God with your life. But then you have this area of your life called unforgiveness and you are literally uh, being held back by your own unforgiveness. And while it seems like because of the effort you're putting in, because of uh, what you perceive to be your heart, that you should be like on an exponential growth and just catapulting like leaps and bounds into your destiny and moving towards the destination of more. But you're literally held back by your unforgiveness and running in place. And then sometimes you might even be moving backwards. And I don't want that for us on this homie ship. Uh, so today, 
That's where we land this plane to understand the significance, the importance of forgiveness and that we want to practice so that we can make progress in the area of forgiveness, making sure we're connected to God to understand when we need to ask for his forgiveness, making sure that we receive that forgiveness and extend to ourselves, like forgive ourselves of what we've done wrong and allow for God to help us to be different, to be changed and move forward and move in it and think and operate in a different way. But then also to extend that forgiveness to other people. And when we do that, God can move in our hearts. He can heal us in all those places and he will be with us right there on that journey. So know that forgiving other people is important for us to be able to make the progress that we want to on our journey towards the destination of more that God has for us. I hope that this tidbit, this nugget has blessed you and it's helped maybe even call to your memory some things that you need to work on and, and work through or keep at the forefront of your mind as you continue to navigate. Because I'm sure of one thing that they will never run short of opportunities to forgive ourselves, other people, uh, family, friends, the leaders of this country, this world. I mean, it goes on and on and on. The opportunities are endless. But if this has blessed you in any way, or you think that there's somebody that can benefit from joining the homie ship, why don't you share this episode with them? encourage them to take a listen and join the homies, whether they subscribe and join us on a weekly basis, or they can just be blessed by this message and these nuggets. Do just that. And don't forget for yourself to rate and review this episode, because when you share with other people and when you share your voice and, uh, and you're heard, it allows for more people to know and it be uh, presented to them as an opportunity to join More For Me by Kat Nicole and, and this movement that we have here towards the destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. So that's it for this week, guys. Again, thank you for tuning in. As always, remember, God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care.